0: No conversation
1: out-of-the-box family welcome to the the out-of-the-box podcast i am your host Jay got soul and this is season three episode seven today we're going to talk a little bit about dating entrepreneurship and just how we can stay into the business of staying in business all right so this show is sponsored by urban financial literacy Urban Financial Literacy specializes in building, protecting, preserving your wealth. If you or your family need life insurance, retirement planning, credit repair, mortgage protection, trust and estate planning, reach out to urbanfinancialliteracy.com to book a consultation. Also, Be sure to visit my new and improved website at jgotsold.com to check out what we have to offer. We recently dropped some new items for our website, so be sure to check it out. Um, Also, we are running our rebranding sale. All items from our previous collection is being sold for $30, so check that out as well. And last but not least, we do have our Nova Sky Dedication Collection, which is now available for purchase. right so a percentage of those proceeds will be allocated towards nova's medical bills um so please be sure to support the nova sky dedication collection and last but not least uh, we also offer practical budgeting assistance. All right. So we have our practical budgeting tool the now act like it worksheet. And we do offer coaching for anybody who is a young, creative and young adult who needs assistance with their budgeting plan. All right. So be sure to tap in with jgotsoul.com and book your free consultation today special thank you to those of you that are listening listening and i would like to ask you all to share this broadcast so we can reach as many people as possible but before we get on with the show we're gonna have a word of prayer Dear God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for allowing DJ Say So, myself and Rashid to get to the studio um, safely. God, we just ask that you continue to cover us in your protection, um, especially during this weekend as we celebrate our history and our ancestry. God, we're just grateful for all the opportunities that you continue to provide. And we just ask you to keep us covered. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So this weekend we are celebrating Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers listening to the show. Your presence in the lives of your children. Yep, yep, yep. Your presence in the lives of your children makes a huge impact. And similarly, your absence has an even greater impact. So special shout out to all the fathers that are present out there. Special thank you to the black fathers that are defying the odds of fatherhood. Despite the false connotation of black fatherhood, um, absent black fathers, your willingness to fight the system designed to remove you from your child's life um, makes a huge impact on your child. So thank you for all that you do. All right. And last but not least, this weekend, we celebrate the emancipation of former enslaved persons. All right. So on June 19th, 1985, Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger, led landed at Galveston, Texas, with the news that the war had ended and enslaved, um, enslaved persons are now free. Let's note that this was two years, two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st, 1863. All right. So this weekend we will be celebrating all around the city and the Black Money Matters Act Like It brand now is currently at the Compton's Black Exchange and we are sharing the good news and we are celebrating together. Um, So be sure to get out this weekend and celebrate our history with our community as we continue to grow and continue to support each other on this journey. Um, It's just important that we continue to grow together. All right so today in studio we have dj say so. dj say so is an author of the recipe for a perfect date he's an entrepreneur serial entrepreneur and he is also a professional dj i'm excited to talk about whatever we're gonna talk about because it's gonna be a great conversation today uh, but out of the box family help me welcome our guest dj say so, to the studio What's going on? What's going on with you, man? DJ, say so. So, uh, let's talk about. Before we get started with this conversation, let's talk about where you from, where you grew up.
2: Um, I grew up in um, Watts. Actually, we moved around a different, a couple of different places. But I was born in Compton. Mm-hmm. Um, then we moved to Inglewood, and I just kind of like bounced around. But from third grade until I graduated, I was I was in Watts, the the, the very part, the beginning of Watts. People don't know that Watts start on. Broadway, Mm. so from Broadway on down Mm -hmm. is Watts, so Manchester and Broadway is where I started, where I grew up, that's where a lot of my childhood memories come from.
1: Okay, and what schools did you attend out out in, um, in that area, or just in general?
2: I went to um, 93rd Street School, so okay. I always look at it like <laughs> I went to, like, the three roughest schools. I went to 93rd Street School, which is, like, really, really tough for elementary. Okay. It's in between three different really rival gangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Bret Hart Middle School. where Everybody knows that's one of the worst schools to be at. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Washington High, which is okay. in between four different rival gangs as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. Growing up in, in, in those areas. <laughs> but you survived, though. Yeah, I mean, I think I survived because of my parents and what they've been through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, my mom was, she almost had me in jail. Like, they kept her as long as they could. Mm-hmm. And then she got out maybe a couple of days before it was time for me to be born. So, mm-hmm. who knows what my life would have been. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And then I didn't, I didn't really even get to physically. I knew my pops, but I didn't get to meet him until I was, like, five. He he was already in jail. So Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, tell the people, who is DJ Say So? Like, how would you describe yourself?
2: Um, If I was to describe myself, I would consider myself a, a full entrepreneur, um, a creator. That's, you know, people say, what's your passion? What's your hobby? My hobby would be creating. Like, I feel like I'm the happiest. I'm the most... Um, I'm I'm the best version of myself when I'm able to create. Mm -hmm. If I'm not creating, then I feel like I'm not here to do what I'm supposed to do on this earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Dope. Okay. Um, This is a part of my favorite, like, this is my favorite question. How did we meet?
2: um man we had actually we got a couple of mutual friends um but I did an event I do not remember what the event was but it was a community event um I had the game truck out there had the clown dancers out there and you came with your brand you came real positive a couple of my friends bought some stuff from you and I just remember you standing out like you know I mean like you just your whole like if even from you pulling up to set up your whole thing you know um, you just had, like, energy, like, like I'm here to do this. Like, you know, um, your brand was very, very different from everybody else's, which I really loved. Um, and, yeah, and then from there, I'm just like, you know, I got to connect with this person. I got to stay. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow, but definitely always tap in with this person. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: I appreciate that. That was my very first event. Oh, wow. I really? Did. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. That was my very first vending event. Um, and I do remember it was out in, was it in Long Beach? Yeah, that's Long Beach. That's Long a Beach. shout
2: out to Jack Rabbit Boxing. He let me use it. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Ivan. He wins, not wins, but he gets a black history recognition every year mm-hmm. because he has a historic Boxing gym in Long Beach. They done shot music videos there. Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg been there. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a, actually got a fighter in there named Ashton Silva who was like nine wins, eight knockouts. He's like mm-hmm. real dope. He like one of the next up. So it's, it's, shout out to him for just giving me the spot for free. He just yeah. said, "Here, there you go." That's dope. Yeah, that was yeah. my
1: first. That was my first vending event. So if you imagine, first of all, this is an interesting story. Mm-hmm. So um, when when I did the event, I didn't know I was supposed to have a tent.
0: Mm, mm. So
1: I get there and I got my stuff, but yeah. I don't have a tent. So I'm like, oh snap. So we get there, and I was like, I need a tent. So we went to Walmart <laughs> <laughs> around the corner, grabbed a white tent. Yeah. That was my very first tent that I had. And we came out there and we just set up. Um, and so it was it was a great experience, though. Yeah. Like I had a lot of fun. Um, and then I realized that we did have mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and Mikey being one of those, yeah, and every show that we have, somebody that I've spoken into on this show knows mikey
2: mikey is (laughs) one of the most unique people on this planet like you know i mean when i was in middle school she was the same size me and her (laughs) was the same height in middle school i promise you and uh it's funny because like i'm 33 Mm -hmm. so she obviously has to be about 32 33 and Mm -hmm. so it wasn't we wouldn't have cell phones to take pictures but we were the same size and everybody's like y'all so cute y'all so cute but the one thing i remember about her is she used to play basketball so good. She mm-hmm. used to cross the whole team over. This little girl that <laughs> the ball could barely go through the legs, but somehow she can and dribble through everybody. And I remember her going through high school and playing ball. And that was another person that I said, I got to stay connected with. I just didn't, you know, like life does, life, lives, you know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't run back into her until I was 28. Mm. So from 18 to 28, 10 years, I didn't run. Then I ran to her at a church event. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, you know, like what you been up to? And yeah. just so happened that she's doing her thing. She's connected with so many people. And I think that that's a sign for her, like, to know, like, when her time hit, mm-hmm. it's going to hit big because – She's done laid too many seeds, she's too good of a person and all that. So man Yeah.
1: And and the beautiful thing about it is like she she just has a heart for people. You know? And I think that when you connect with people who is more so selfless yeah then like you said when that time hits it's like now you're gonna get a lot of great recognition you're gonna get everything you deserve because you're not just being you know i'm just about me yeah it's about everybody else so yeah yeah shout out to mikey um just for being who you are man Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so tell tell the folks like what what do you do? You got a lot of things under yeah, your sleeve. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I know the I seen the, the gaming truck. That yeah. truck was dope.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, I appreciate it. So um it's a word that I looked up, right? Um, it's called multi potential light. Multi potentialite means that you have multiple passions. Mm right that's exactly what it means you have the end and the ability to do multiple things mm-hmm. so most most people say focus on one thing yes and that's cool but there are some people that can draw sing act you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they they could do they're a comedian you know and what i've realized is i am now a multi uh, i am um considered a multi-potentialite mm-hmm. um so I, basically i have multiple businesses whenever i run into something that i enjoy i love that i can do i take it on as a business it's Mm. weird but um my party bus i had a party bus and then it converted into a game truck if you want to hear that story we can talk about it (laughs) um um, i started off as a dj um because i was um fired from every job that i had Mm. um and i was actually kicked out of church funny oh wow right and uh, but it but it it, it it all led up to why I'm who I am today and and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then um in during the the quarantine, I always wanted to write a book. But during quarantine, all my income was cut off. Mm-hmm. So I was a DJ for Word on Wheels. Um, I was DJing for Herbalife, mm-hmm. and um, I had my game truck. I had maybe like thirty or forty different bookings. I was booked damn near throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And then within one week. Everything was cut off. Everybody's calling me, telling me we can't do it. We got to, you know, push this back. You remember, everybody went COVID, through the COVID. Right? That was COVID, yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah. of it. The beginning of it, nobody was taking it serious. Mm-hmm. Then when they start implementing these masks, and then it was just a week for me. It was just a week of every, like, people were saying, I need my deposit back. Mm-hmm. My companies are closing. This is not the other. So I went from making maybe about $8,000 a month to zero. I made $0 for maybe like eight months. Wow. I didn't make anything. I had eight through my entire savings. Mm. It was a very, very tough time. So mm. um, to to kind of balance not going crazy, I just wrote I wrote books. Mm. You know, I wrote a book on being an entrepreneur, and I just kept saying to myself, like, I want to write a book that's going to inspire not only other people but myself. Mm. In this dark time, I want to write, like, what does it take to get through this? Yeah. And I wrote everything I could down, and it – came out really really dope mm-hmm. yeah so that was my first book the first book is called it's up to you okay yeah how
1: many books did you write
2: i have five so i have alpha mentalities it's up to you you Versus you alpha Mentalities has another version um and then the dating bucket list challenge and then now this recent book mm-hmm. the recipe for the perfect date Okay,
1: yeah. so y'all, we're gonna talk about the recipe for the perfect date in a yeah. minute, but we're gonna take our first break. Um, so we'll be right back. We're gonna listen to 220 by Kaylon Hallman. Stay tuned.
0: Thought it was the best thing, the best thing. <laughs> Whole lot, a lot of queens. She the one on the scene, she drop it low. She got low She pull my coat She pull talking to, talk to me But oh she bad oh, She bad Oh she bad oh, She bad Oh she bad oh, She bad Oh she bad She bad Oh she bad I said sit up on me caught it at the beach Slide, Slide with me girl Look like a cup of tea Find wine baby two shine Little mama on the main line Talk talk to me girl Talk talk to me We can head to the city Find your favorite place to eat Baby all on me Tell me if you down with me girl Tell me if you gonna work Tell me girl I know I ain't perfect, I know I ain't perfect. Oh. Baby, I can go rounds and rounds. Oh, it's true. You. you a dime peace, Oh, it's true. She tell me she want me. She talking to me. Never fold, just do me. Stay true, that's the real me. Do she bad, do she bad, who she bad, she bad, who she bad, she bad
1: you are tuned in to the out of the box podcast season three episode seven today we are in studio with dj say so yeah 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 all right so uh dj say so when did you start your entrepreneurial journey like when did that start for you
2: um, it's a it's a long funny story. So I feel like I always started late. You know what I mean. Um, my first entrepreneur um journey, um, I used to sell CDs, <laughs> CDs, incense, little stuff like that. Okay. Um, it was just a uh, it was just a dark time. It was just a time of you know trying to figure it out. You are a black man. I was twenty one. You know, you know, at that time you feel like time is just going. You getting older. You ain't got nothing. La la la. Um, and then. I began to realize, like, all the parties that we would go to, they would give me the iPod. i realized that, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they, all my homies just say, man, he be picking some good songs. <laughs> so I was the du- designated, uh, you know, the ox dude in the car. I'm in the backseat playing all the songs so the car could can go smooth. Yeah. Didn't know at the time what it would lead to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing led to another, I end up um, um, kind of just, just – running into a few different DJs that sucked. You know what I'm saying? I I'm like, I could do better than that. And, and then, for sure, I just started as a DJ, man. I started with a laptop, uh, ran into my boy DJ Complex, my boy Cass, and uh, they just showed me the ropes. And, and then from there, I just, you know, I'm not a person to sit under nobody, you know. So yeah. he showed me, and then I start throwing my own parties, you know. So
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about the recipe for the perfect date. Right. First of all, what made you write that book?
2: That book is um, basically what I do, which is teach emotional intelligence and in business. Mm. So I'm very big on emotional intelligence and in business teaching the proper way how to be a man, how to treat a woman, how to court, you know, teaching women and different things on how, what a man wants, what a man needs and things like that. The book is just a basically a book of dating tips and ideas in Los Angeles. So the book says Recipe for the Perfect Date, Los Angeles edition. So it has a bunch of different um, dates, brunch spots, locations for if you want to spend $0 to or if you want to spend $5,000, it's all in the book, like different locations and spots like that. So I think it'd be a great addition, especially for like college students that, you know, or even just men, men in general, we don't, when we plan our dates, we don't go, we plan our dates probably the day of, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I know I got to take her out on this day. I got so much going on. So let's hit the movies. You know what I'm saying? That's a typical one. Let's go out to eat. Let's do this. Like, but you know women are a little more complicated than that you know Mm -hmm. they kind of want a little experience a lot of experience so i made it a little easier by hey crack this book open how much money you got to spend is in there Mm -hmm. and go through one of these dates that's in los angeles and she's gonna love it Mm -hmm. she you know she might never been archery shooting she might never done axe throwing you know what i mean little stuff like that so i created a book it's super fun it's super easy and it's very affordable, yeah.
1: How much of this book is coming from your personal experience?
2: Uh, man, a lot of it. Um, I, created, I I teach emotional intelligence because I've been hurt very, mm-hmm. very, very deeply, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> somebody told me that, you know, you don't really get out of that lesson until you learn it, you know? Ooh, um, So a lot of my hurt, a lot of my relationships and people, you know, playing me and leaving me and doing different things like that, that, that really damaged me, made mm-hmm. me... Uh, almost a savage. I remember my last relationship, right? And I just had this conversation in my head, like, man, I can either be a a dick. I'm oh, sorry, excuse that <laughs> word, could. but I could be that, I could be an ass, uh-huh. or I can be a man. Like, what would, you know, make me the best possible version of myself? Mm-hmm. And then that kind of led to one thing I wrote in my next book, which was You vs. You. Mm-hmm. And, um... And then I started to teach on it, and then I started to have clients, and I started to have a lot of, like, m- young men coming to me, asking me, going through things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of spiraled into the book. You know, like I said, I just love creating. Yeah. So it spiraled into that. Yep.
1: Emotional intelligence um, is, is very, very yeah. crucial to to have a successful relationship in yeah. general. You know, like you said, being hurt. Um, I've had plenty of experiences yeah. in my dating life where, it was like, bro, what is this? Like, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's certain parts of relationships that some of us are, I guess maybe because we've seen it in our parents or mm-hmm. we've seen certain things that, that we see like social media relationships, yes. relationship goals, we yes. start to reenact those things. Yes. And none of that has anything to do with emotional intelligence.
2: Yeah, not at all. It's, we, we are watching literally – what people put on social media, we're almost, it's, social media is so so detrimental to our minds, right, where we're watching it and we're believing that that's real. Right. So, you know, you 19 years old as a guy and your girl is telling you, hey, um, I want to go eat at Roof Chris on the first date. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm 19. The mm-hmm. meals is $200, $300. But, where am I going to get that? Right. And you, this is the first date. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Social media is pushing it out there. It's Mm -hmm. showing you. Social media is telling the women, this is how you should dress. This is how you should treat a guy. You should never do this for a guy. You should never do that for a guy. But in actuality, in relationships, there is no one way to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not a single one way. The man should pay for everything. The woman should be doing all this for him. There's no way. It's whatever you believe will help your partner. Mm Have a better and an easier life. You're serving each other. Right. You get what I'm saying. Nobody's talking about that. Right. You know that
1: that hundred hundred, not the fifty. Yes. 50.
2: Yes. The hundred hundred. I like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So so, <clears throat> emotional intelligence. If you had a definition, what would be the definition of that?
2: Um, emotional intelligence. Uh, I I think the definition is exactly the name. You know, mm. um, being intelligent with your emotions. I feel like nothing you do doesn't require emotion you know what i'm saying you need yeah. intelligence with that um, and i feel like if you're not taught it then a lot of your life can be bumpy mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying um or if you you know if you don't know if, they, if you don't know the fire is hot and you touch it you know, you get burned. But mm-hmm. if you knew the fire was hot, then you can handle the fire a lot better. You know, mm-hmm. um. So, <clears throat> just being intelligent with your emotions, even in your in your relationship and your finances, emotional intelligence repl- uh, applies to finances. Mm-hmm. If you have a hundred, somebody had you a hundred thousand dollars, do you go buy a hundred thousand dollar car? That doesn't make sense. That's mm-hmm. not you're buying with emotion. You're right. buying because you think. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the car that's going to give me whatever I'm missing in my life. Mm-hmm. That's emotion. That's emotional intelligence. When technically, you just need this car to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be, it don't need to be $100,000. You get what I'm saying? Because, and that's what COVID taught us. That's what all of the PPP loans and the SBAs and all that money. Mm-hmm. You know, people wasn't emotionally intelligent with their money. They started spending crazy. Yeah. You hopping out of Lambo's. Renting Lambos with a full Gucci outfit, <laughs> and your mattress is on the ground. Right. How is that possible?
1: Right.
2: You know, so it's it's a lot. Is emotional intelligence is pretty much how 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 your life is gonna go. You mm-hmm. know, your your emotions will will affect how your future goes. Okay. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. So you make one mistake, and you could pay for it later. That's emotional intelligence. If you having sex, if you are doing it the wrong way, if you choose to have sex, if you are doing it the wrong way, that's emotion. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking logic. You're thinking emotionally. Mm-hmm. Emotionally is I'm I'm ready to go right now. I don't have nothing. I don't have no protection. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But you could pay for that for 18 to 20 that's, plus years. That's real, you get know what that's I'm saying? Real, that's real. If you if you you give your heart to somebody and you get slipped too deep, fall in love, quote unquote, and that person has their heart, your heart in their hand. If mm-hmm. they wanted to hurt you by doing whatever and you decide to do something dumb like hurt yourself or hurt them that's emotional mm-hmm. emotional intelligence it's just you have to have intelligence with it you know yeah. sometimes you know you might not need somebody to be that close to your heart you mm-hmm. know sometimes you might have to love yourself to fill that void instead of looking for it in other people mm-hmm. this all ties into emotional intelligence
1: see and that that's something that I learned um so I was in a 5 year relationship Got right it. And so this this relationship was toxic from the beginning, mm. right? And at the time I had no emotional intelligence because it, at the time I thought like, okay, I'm just going to do my best yeah, and then I'm going to make it work. Mm. And a lot of times when you're in relationships that is toxic, you think I can find a way to adjust me to make it work, mm. right? So it wasn't until I got out of that relationship yeah. and I was like, okay, so I can't be with anybody because if i can get duped that much yeah. by somebody for a five whole years yeah. like there's yeah. a lot of things that go into yeah. that you know what i'm saying yeah. things that yeah. you do that's like bro if you had your right mind you're not making those decisions yes. yes so taking that time and just being like you know what i'm gonna focus on being the best single
2: yeah woman yeah.
1: being the best single person partner to myself yeah first giving myself <clears throat> things that i need Teaching myself mm-hmm. what love is through my own experience mm-hmm. with me. Now it's like, okay, I am ready to date. I may not be willing to date yeah. yet.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm ready to date and I'm open to dating, but. Only if it feels right. Like, you can't just be attractive to me and I'm going to go for you no more. Like, that doesn't even cut it no more. Yeah, like, (laughs) it doesn't cut it. Like, you could be fine as hell. And I'm not really going to address that because at the end of the day, it's more so about what can we offer one another? Mm -hmm. What's the value that this relationship is going to bring to my life and what value will it bring to your life? Yeah,
2: That's those are questions that... People rarely don't ask. So when we were in middle school, mm-hmm. you know, elementary, we learned ways, right? You mm-hmm. cute, I'm cute. Let's talk. Let's right. get together. <laughs> right. We never actually got to learn. There's no class on teaching. Like, what are the questions you should ask? How do this person act when everything is wrong mm-hmm. when things are not going together you know mm-hmm. how does this man act towards me when his money is not you know that he, he he all sweet and gifts and all this but is his ego affected when his money is not going mm-hmm. how am i affected when his money is not going mm-hmm. or when our finances aren't you know we going to flemings every night we going shopping we going to the mall we going to how how, how, how are we doing this You know, and how, you know, focused are we on our goals? Are we brainstorming? Are we good work are we do we work good as a business? You know? Mm -hmm. One thing I notice is the the world teaches us to never work with your partner, right? They never say don't go to you know, don't do business and relationships. But that's actually the opposite. It should not be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think marriages and things are, are not going well because you go to your job, I go to my job. And year after year, we grow apart Because right. You, 'cause you gotta focus on your stuff. I gotta focus on my stuff. But the, the 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 families and the marriages that really really successfully last. That's why, you know, pastors and first ladies like they're all in the same. They're building something. Right. So they're, therefore, they have a project to build together. Right. So it's not only just how was work. Oh, it was cool. Blah, blah. No, it's hey, you know, uh, did you call Johnny today? You know, did you book that event? Okay, boom. Okay, well we need this done over here. Well we need this done. But we're building. Towards our quote unquote empire.
1: Right. right. Yeah. Right. And business is relationships. Yes. So that's yes. that's also, you know, the caveat to teaching us that we shouldn't do business with family. You shouldn't right, do right. business with friends. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that being taught is like the Rothschilds didn't have a problem with that. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. That, the they Rockefellers, the, they, no, none, nobody
2: talks about that right. stuff, you know? And so
1: it's like really interesting that in our community, we're taught the exact opposite mm-hmm. of what will allow us to be successful, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that, that's why I'm like the brand that i'm creating black money matters act like it is a challenge to just all of us but it's a challenge to those who exploit us like hey this relationship that we have with you the way we coming out here and giving you guys a lot of our money being the largest consumer base Mm. eventually we're going to catch on and then we're going to start just taking it back because you're not acting like black money matters yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and i want to act like it so mm-hmm. now i'm gonna you know make the step take the steps towards That's dope. building that That's you know dope. Mm-hmm. so yeah but um we got a we got an amazing show for y'all so y'all stay <laughs> tuned y'all uh we're gonna take our second break and we're gonna listen to move on you by kaylon Hallman. can i talk
0: to you can i can you talk to me Talk to you, I, yeah, talk to me I'm the same one One that's so down One that's gonna pick you up One that's gonna say I, I die. Two minutes I'm a Talking about that staying up, treat you right Lay our head on each other's shoulders I know you want that every day, night Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday Said I need you, girl And I want you, girl Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday child me
1: tuned in to the out of the box podcast season three episode seven in case you're just joining us we are in studio with dj say so yes yes we are talking about dating y'all so <laughs> uh dj say so yes. what was the best dating advice you ever received
2: um the, one of the best as far as me as a man um, one of the things I was talking to uh, one of my uncles, and he said that, you know, date the woman that wants you, not the woman you want. Mm. Because the woman you want is always going to make you chase her. Mm. And um, it kind of, it was a little bit of like, a uh, at the time, I don't want to hear that. But it does make a lot of sense, you mm-hmm. know. Um, when you have a woman that is interested in you and wants you, the, the, she treats you different, you know. She yeah. treats you like the king that you are, you know. But if you are chasing her, she sees that. Yeah. And the minute that you probably don't want to chase her, she sees that as well. Mm-hmm. But it the it might come off as you looking like, okay, you're not interested no more. You're not doing the same things you're used to. But it's not really that. It's, I don't want to chase. Mm-hmm. You kind of, I kind of want to attract. You get what I'm saying? That part. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah no, that's big. I, I think I've seen that a lot, you know, and, and we're taught we're taught the cat and chase like the the chase yes you know what i'm saying like we're taught that like you know you ignore the person you actually like so that they can find you attractive Mm -hmm. but if you if you really like somebody you don't let them know you don't give them you know just that much energy Mm -hmm. and i never understood that
2: it's 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 a combination right it's it's um fishing right you Mm -hmm. throw the fishing reel out there you know you got the bait but the bait you know it waits yeah um, but you it, you have to have, it's a healthy, it's a healthy, I don't want to call it a chase because if you're chasing, then that means it's running. Mm. You're attracting, mm. right? So what I do is if I want someone, I write down all the qualities that I see about this person that I like, okay. and then I write down all the qualities that I have. Mm-hmm. And if they don't match up, then I would be chasing if I was after this person. Mm. But if they did match, then all I got to do is be around and then it would i would attract that person if they're interested in me as well yeah so i I like that concept i like the thought of attracting and not chasing you get what i'm saying a lot of people are chasing a lot of people are especially a lot of men we're like we'll buy you we'll pay for you we'll we'll show our car off we'll show off this we'll show off that and technically that's not who you are you know be who you are you know that's probably one of my um main things that i do you know I, i don't I'm not interested in trying to go for the baddest one. I wanna get somebody that fits me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that would eliminate a lot of insecurities, a lot of, you know, who is this, who are you with, a lot, a lot. Yeah. No, I'm 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 playing in the lane, the lane that I can control, you know. I'm with yeah. the woman that I feel, okay, she's fine, she's good to me, she treats me well. And I'm not necessarily chasing or trying to impress you to keep you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's that's mistake number one for a man in general.
1: Yeah. Um, so so narcissism is huge yes. right now. Um, yes. It's a topic that everybody believes that they know something about. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. Um. But how would one, you know, like with your book, right? Yeah. If they're if they find somebody that they think they want to date and they're narcissistic, yeah. how would they be able to? Find figure that out with the emotional intelligence that you're talking about. How would they be able to kind of do get to that and like prevent? Right.
2: Are you Are you asking how do they know if they're a narcissist or not?
1: No, I'm asking like how do you how do you kind of sniff that out and and Mm -hmm. run the other way? (laughs) Like, um, as
2: humans, we are all a little narcissistic. Okay, it sucks to say, but we are. It just depends on how loud or how quiet it is, right? Um, the person that you are interested in, you're talking to, you know, things will show it's, it's, I, you know, how, how, how well are you able to see signs? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see if they don't get their way, if they feel like they all that, if, you know, if you need to treat them a certain way, it's like, you know, if a woman was to tell me something like a man needs to, or you're not a man if like, these are things that I'm watching. I'm watching certain flags that you give me to, to base on, okay, this conversation not going much Mm -hmm. you know it's not going far um and it's just so many things like not being a a narcissistic person i'm sorry um it just could be split in so many different ways you know Mm -hmm. everybody has their own needs everybody believes in what they believe in and that's pretty much what being a narcissist this is what i believe in Mm -hmm. this is what i say this is what i've been raised to believe but i believe in as a healthy relationship you need to have flexibility so if I'm stiff, if I'm stiff, I'm, I'm stuck on this, high, this is how this how it's supposed to be, and you're trying to bend me and I won't bend, then you know how far that relationship is going to go. Mm-hmm. So even though you believe this person is a narcissist or has tendencies of that, how flexible are they to bend to your beliefs? Mm-hmm. And how flexible are you to bend to their beliefs and their wants and their and the things that they believe, you know, because nobody's perfect. Nobody's coming out here saying there's not a narcissist. You have traits, you know, just like nobody can not say they've never been depressed. Mm-hmm. They've never been angry. They've mm-hmm. never had uh needy times. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying or emotional wreck times. Like nobody can come to me and tell me I've never been this way. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. How needy are you though? You know, how emotionally uh unstable are you? You know, there there are times men and women there are times that people cry people you know rage out you know but how and when are you doing these things you know mm. find your place learn when to do it you know and things of that nature like we all have our ways it just how how are you willing to learn from me and I'm willing to learn from you on how we can live in harmony you get what I'm saying
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. um so so with people that you help in in terms of like dating um, yeah what what do you say is the most common um like piece of advice that you are giving out to? clients and and folks
2: i'm dealing with a lot of uh college students Mm, um
1: that's that prime age too
2: yeah and and the women that they're going for are the same age as them but the women that they're going for don't want their men to be on their level so if the woman is working at mcdonald's and he's also working at mcdonald's she don't want him crazy right. but it is reality of the life that we're living right now we both work at the same job yeah but yet you don't want me because i work at mcdonald's right you get what i'm saying it's it's the, the 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 these are the problems that i have it well you know i want this one but she you know she's you know she want a guy like here so if you if you in ninth grade you want a 12th grader mm. you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you in 12th grade you want the captain of the basketball team mm-hmm. or you want a college student you know you in college you want somebody out of college. That's that's the, the the dating modern dating in the the woman era, right? Mm-hmm. And for a man that is that age or that doesn't have as much as he would like to have, mm-hmm. he's affected by that. He feels like, well, damn, I gotta either settle for somebody I don't want because I can't get these women over here. And like I said, for me, the the, the it, what leads back to the core is being the best possible version of yourself you can be. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself, am I doing everything I can? Because technically, there are 19-year-old millionaires. There are 19-year-old six-figure people. Mm-hmm. There are 19-year-old people that's on their purpose. What are you doing every day? Right. What are you doing every day to make you better? Mm-hmm. And I think that is, at the end of the day, it, always, it can humble anybody, unless you, you know, Jesus or something. But no matter what, if you not at the percent of body fat that you need to be, you should be there. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you're not as disciplined, if you're not getting up, if you not, if you know, I told myself I'm going to call 10 people per day and I call three, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not being the best person of your, the best version of yourself you can be. Mm -hmm. And from that point, I, if you're not doing that, then we got to start right there, Mm -hmm. you know? And then secondly, you got to be on your purpose, Mm -hmm. your purpose. That's pretty much a lot of my conversations. What is your purpose? Why are you here on earth? Mm -hmm. And once you focus on that, It's gonna be very hard to focus on what this person wants from you or they don't or what like why don't this person want me or how come i can't get this you are on a grind you know and your purpose should say hey i need to meet a whole bunch of people if you wrote if i write a book and it's six billion people on the book i need six billion sales Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. if you have a song and you know that youtube has you know five billion people that listen you need five billion listens. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, you need to be so focused and so driven on that to where the outside stuff doesn't matter. And then that's when the people that, you know, that you are... "Quote unquote," wanting they either fall off or they pay attention. Like, damn, this person owns something. He's mm-hmm. I, he don't have it yet, but he own it, or she don't have it yet, but they they grinding. I like that, mm-hmm. and then that's when you get to pick. Actually, get to pick from the people that that you truly need and want.
1: Okay, you know what I'm saying. And how how are they receptive to this advice? Like, do you see the changes in in them in their dating world and that type of thing? Like, what are the results?
2: I, I do see. Uh, changes right Mm -hmm. so it's um it's kind of like therapy right you get to a level and then you basically peel a layer off Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay well we got to this point but now we got to go a little deeper you know what's your childhood trauma like things like that you Mm -hmm. know so we do it always starts off with this Dating But it gets deeper Like why do What are you missing In your life What do you feel That you Your heart says I need this mm, You know what boys. I'm saying And it could be Stemmed far as from You know Well, You know what Honestly I didn't get The love that my mama Wanted That I wanted From my mama When I was younger I didn't get the love That I wanted From my dad When I was younger So I'm looking for it In an external partners mm-hmm. And then that's Where you work you work from the core you know you work from that okay well that's what it is maybe you have to fix that relationship with your parents maybe you have to heal from the certain traumas that you had maybe it is good to be alone at this point there's nothing wrong with that you know Mm -hmm. i always look at it like this what are you rushing into i'm 33 that means that if i run into a wife right now and i live till 90 you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i got 50 50 some 57 years To be with this one person. Like, what am I rushing into? Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if I live till 60, which is still young, what am I rushing into? Mm. Like, what's the rush? You know, you're going to rush to do what? Like, you know, because once you done did every grown up thing you can do and you done ate at every spot that you can eat at and you done traveled all the places, then what? You know? Yeah. Then you are just looking at each other like, oh that was cool, yeah.
1: That's an important point to bring up. Like I I think about that even now. Like, what is the rush? Like we we live in a type of society where it's it's sorta codependent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody feels like they need to have that they won. I Uh need my person. My person. Now you're taking possession over a whole different human (laughs) being. I need my person. And so it's like, wait, but you if you with that person, you're with that person for the rest of your life, yeah. eventually you're gonna get tired of them. Of course. Why don't you give yourself some time? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and enjoy being with yourself. Yeah. Being yeah. single. You know, mm-hmm. I've never I've never enjoyed being single so much since yeah. my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Like after mm-hmm. you've been so disturbed. Yeah. For a long period, yeah, of time, why rush into that? You, you find know? some pieces like, bro, I <coughs> yeah. am okay, there's no rush to the next relationship because yeah. I know the next one is going to be a great one because yeah. I'm gonna make it a great one and I'm not gonna rush to get there, I'm just yeah. gonna let it flow,
2: yeah. And that's that's literally what it is, just letting it happen, you know. Um, I date you for three months, oh, what's where is this going? What I'm dating with a purpose, I'm neither, you don't, you know. You know and then it's like we rush into it like I said because of what we see we see social media social media never posts the fails Mm -hmm. they never post they post me feeding my girl some grapes on some beach (laughs) you get what I'm saying and in your mind you create this is there every day Mm -hmm. I need that every day you know what every day looks like coming off, getting off work, le- taking my shower, laying down, find something to eat, find something to go watch on TV, yeah. get backing up and doing it, you know? And mm. I might grind for full months to go do that one day. <laughs> but since it's social media, it looks like everybody's doing it, yeah. you know? Oh, she got married. Oh, she's doing this. Oh, they got, ooh, they cute. They at this restaurant. They taking pictures of their food. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled by that. Like, yeah. take yourself out the matrix. Like, take yourself out and realize everybody's living exactly like you. Mm. Maybe a little more money, maybe a little less money, but I don't care if they drive in a Ferrari or bucket. They both got to sit in traffic.
1: Right. Like,
2: you get know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care if they got a mansion or a shack. They both houses, both get rained on. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they both got to walk in the rain to get to their car. They both got to, you know what I mean, stand in line and stuff. I don't give you are We're all on the same playing field. Just because your shoes is 10000 and mine is 10 bucks, we both have shoes on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, take yourself out the matrix and thinking, like, that life is going to be better.
1: Right. Because,
2: honestly, no matter if you get your partner get the money that you want you're only going to be happy as as you are as you are right now true everything else is a dopamine hit it's a high Mm. so you get somebody hand you a ten thousand dollar check or a 10 million dollar check you're gonna go up it's gonna be happy you're gonna be fun you're gonna be it's gonna be lit and then eventually month two months three months you're gonna be back to where you are right now you know what happens when when the dot when it dies down but you still got all your money and you know you didn't pay for stuff for people and people you know what i mean you done did all this stuff and you done traveled and you done got the bad chick and whatever <laughs> you done did all this everything's gonna eventually die down because it's just material yeah it's just material and we don't understand that because like i said social media pitches it as if this is what happiness looks like right. but happiness is only what you make it Facts. you know
1: facts all right y'all so we're gonna take our final break uh this next song is titled sierra hall so we'll be right back stay tuned
0: Came up in the school yard So bad I had to talk to her Crossing Sierra Hall like night nice can I brag about true can I write about truth can I talk to you ah oh. Is you. All I need is your girl All I need is your girl You the one I told You the one I can't deny Put it all on you Everything I do, girl One thing's for sure I need you now Making the truth That's all I wanna do, girl, no. Put it on me I can do it for you, girl Put it on me oh.
1: are tuned in to the out of the box podcast season three episode seven we are in studio with dj say so we know, just man. got a super surprise right now first of all shout out to kevin nash who just called in the studio yeah. uh, he said he liked the conversation and we are appreciate we're appreciative yeah, appreciate of you that. calling in man that was that was great uh, makes my heart feel good. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, so we're going to get back to the conversation. DJ say so. So I have a question. What kind of adversity have you faced in dating?
2: Um, <clears throat> as a man, um, it's for me, the adversity is um, not feeling like I am where I should be. Mm. Um, like I said, it's it's really just tapping back into... Uh, where you want to be right you got everybody got their goals where do they want to be in life Mm -hmm. and then we kind of forget where we came from you get what i'm saying right now um i have a full game truck business i have a really big pretty decent sized social media following i have Mm -hmm. two cars and i have my own house but yet i still feel like i want you know what i'm saying i want a better house i want a nicer car You know this, that, and the other. You know, honestly, you know, I I have two women, bro. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm dating two different women that are very aware that I'm dating two different women. Ooh,
1: I got a follow up question for that.
2: <laughs> but we, but we are. Um, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. Yeah. You know, but of course, I'm gonna always look at this other woman. I'm gonna always look at this, you know, this better thing. You know, and as humans, we always get to. that. It's like you, you're never gonna be satisfied. Like yeah. you don't don't think you're gonna be satisfied. The the civilization. Is built on people not being satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you get satisfied, if you get comfortable. I like Nipsey's song. You know, i seen a gang of rich niggas get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Then looking at their watch, like, where the F it go? Like, he's like, don't settle. Don't yeah. get comfortable, you know? And even in your relationship, if you get the woman you want, don't settle for that. Not in her, her person, not her body is going to be her. Who mm-hmm. she is is going to be who she is. But grow that person. Yeah. Grow y'all. Grow your family. You, get the, you hit the goal of marriage. Then you grow the family to that goal. You Now you got to rewrite the plans. You get what I'm saying? Okay, boom. The first plan was get the wife. All right, boom. Now let's get the kids. All right, boom. Now let's get the income to take care of whoever else I got to take care of. Okay, Mm -hmm. boom. And then now take my income... And be impactful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where now I can give without actually worrying about my personal or my family bills. Now I'm able to impact. Like, you got to always have extra stuff going on. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: yeah. Ooh, okay. So, my follow-up question. So, would you consider yourself polyamorous? I, I,
2: I believe that I have a poly mindset.
1: Uh. Um, I'm
2: not I'm necessarily uh, monogamous. Um, I believe that if a man can look at a woman and only look at her then he is for monogamy but if you desire other women then you are not fully monogamy you can actually settle Mm. and be monogamous meaning like i choose this woman Mm -hmm. but secretly i want other women right right? and i think that's where a lot of cheating comes in especially for for men it's like we want you know uh others we want more and Mm -hmm. we're not honest with our partners and that's because we started with whatever energy we started with. Yeah. The reason that I'm able to say, hey, these are the two women I'm with. Y'all, I'm with both y'all. Y'all ain't never got to see each other. Y'all ain't never got to meet. Y'all ain't never, I ain't, I ain't asking for no threes. I ain't doing none of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to respect y'all. Y'all are both queens. Trust me, I'm not even going to be with y'all if y'all not even on my level. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. There's no reason for me to lie and say, I only want you when I'm going to be over here, too. Honestly, there's no reason for me to split myself. So I'm as a man, I'm comfortable with myself. And I feel like me having two women, it challenges me and grows me more than, you know, uh, I would have if I was with one. That's just personally me. If you read the book, The Way of the Superior Man Mm -hmm. by David Data, he talks about... um, you know, make sure whatever serves your purpose. It might what's what's for you might not be for everybody else. That's true. And that's what the world preaches. You know, two kids, wife, house yeah. on the hill, dog. Maybe that's not your goal. Maybe I want to live in a trailer and travel the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to. You know, it's a lot of people online right now. They doing like they like they they live traveling like mm-hmm. they live traveling i don't know what they call that like backpack people okay but that's their life
1: yeah like but i don't want to
2: maybe i don't want the the 40 40 the 40 right. hours a week for 40 years maybe i don't want to live in this big you know this house with this bed maybe i want to build my own custom house right so figure out what you want and then once you're comfortable with that you understand that then whoever you meet or if you're with someone you pitch it to them. You know, mm-hmm. I believe that I've getting got more respect from women when I started with, hey, this is what I believe, this is what I feel, mm-hmm. and I'm giving you the choice to say, "Hey, I don't want to I don't want to do that." Or, you know what? You've been a you're a good man, you know? And it ain't a lot. So, yeah. I I'm a rock, all I need is x y and z you know what i'm saying when i call i need you to answer when i need you i need you to be here Mm -hmm. et cetera et cetera yeah so yeah
1: man shout out to my homeboy justin uh clarity (coughs) dr justin clarity he has this book called why it's okay not to be why it's okay to not be why it's okay to not be monogamous okay i believe that's the the title um and so he he makes a case for why like it's not like that monogamy is not the only form of relationship yes. to have. That's why I asked that question because he talks a lot about the different types of relationships, yeah. you know, where it's not just, okay, it has to be one man, one woman, yeah. or one, yeah. you know, like you have the ability to, to be different things to other people because yeah. for me the reality is that you can't be one thing to to one person yes. you can't be everything you can't be to everything one, every, to one, one person. person if
2: you try you're going to drive yourself crazy exactly and it's not it's not going to be it's not fair to them you know yeah. um you're boxing them i i've had women where uh, you know if i'm with a woman and i compliment her she tripping how is that possible you think you're the most beautiful woman on earth negative mm-hmm. you think you're the only woman on earth negative mm-hmm. i look at women and this is no disrespect to any women, but I look at women like exotic cars, mm-hmm. meaning I like what that exotic car looks like. I'm at a car show. If I'm at the Taste of Soul or Juneteenth, you know, it's going to be some baddies out there, <laughs> right. right? You go to Juneteenth, wherever you go, it's going to be some beautiful women out there. Mm-hmm. Why would I look forward? Okay. That's like being at a car show. Why would I? Now I have an exotic car myself, which would be quote unquote, my woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love my exotic car. I love my, what I'm in. Mm-hmm. I chose this car. Mm-hmm. I like Chargers, I like Hellcats. I like Bugattis. I like Maybacks. Right? Mm-hmm. That don't mean I leave my car and try to jump in that car. Right? That, you know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily need that car. I just like. I, I like the look. At, okay, she fine. Like you know, I'm yeah. not necessarily gonna go try to jump in her pants. Or, you know, I don't know what's under the hood, quote unquote. You know what I <laughs> mean? I don't know what how the car run. If yeah. it could be on three hundred thousand miles, I don't know. You know, right. I like my car. I'm invested in my car, mm-hmm. but. I love looking at other cars. I'm on earth. I'm blessed with beautiful eyes to see. Right. And looking at other women, it reminds me of how I'm free. Mm -hmm. I have my freedom. I have sight. Mm -hmm. I'm outside in the sun. I'm enjoying myself with my exotic car. Mm -hmm. You go to the car shows down, down south and things like that. Everybody... You complimenting. Your car fired. Your car fire. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. That's just, as far as a man. That's how we are looking at women. Like, man, you got a bad one. You got a bad one. Yeah, we both got good true. women. Yeah. I can't. But mm-hmm. if my woman's like, oh, he always looking at other women. Okay, well, you know what? We might not get too far because you're not the only woman on
1: earth. Right. And I know
2: I'm going to see another one eventually.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, All right. Last question. Last yeah. question. Okay, so what platforms can listeners find you on? So give them just the info of how they can find you, where they can get your book. From social media All that good stuff Before we head out
2: My books are on Lulu Right Lulu.com Amazon And um, I am strictly on uh, YouTube At DJ Say So Instagram At DJ Say So And Facebook At DJ Say So On my Facebook page I do not post Normally on my page Because I've learned A couple things About the algorithm I post in my Facebook group Mm -hmm. Which is called Dates and Debates so if you want to find my group, it's Dates and Debates. And we talk different dating topics such as
1: these. Yes. Dope. All right, you guys. So this has been an Out of the Box Podcast, yes. Season 3, Episode 7. We have been in studio with DJ Say So. Thank you so much for pulling up it. on I appreciate this. it. Appreciate it. Man. Um, so thank you guys for listening in live. We enjoyed ourselves and we hope you did too. Again, I want to spend a, a, extend a special thank you to urban financial literacy, uh, tap in with them. If you need a a free consultation just to talk about your finances and get your finances in order. Also a friendly reminder, check out J Uh, we are the home of black money matters, act like it brand. So we have plenty of merch for you to check out there. Um, And just thank you guys for listening. Uh, We will be back in studio on June 24th. You never know who we're going to have in the studio next. So until then, we are out.